Hello and welcome to Rhythm and Pixels, the video game music podcast. This is episode 9-5? 9-5. Numbers. Numbers, man. We got numbers. We got numbers for days. So many numbers. I'm uh it's just you and me, man. It's just we're just it's just two two hosts riding into the sunset. And what are our names? Oh, my name is Rob Nichols. And I'm Pernell. <laughs> like we gotta like say who we are first. I gotta say. Um, our last episode, nice long one with Mustin from the One Ops, was a really good time. But oh my God, my AC broke, and we've had a heat wave out here in Delaware. It's been crazy. I do think it's kind of hysterical in its own way that we were working in our least comfortable conditions. Delirium definitely set in, I think, at certain points, and yeah. it was also our longest episode to date. <laughs> I know. Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, if you guys if out there, you guys listen to it, I appreciate you uh, taking the time to listen to the show. It was a really fun time. You had a lot of music on there, um, a lot of really good conversation and good insights from Mustin. Um, there's also a lot of technical problems. So I'm going to have that uploaded again probably in the next week. And I'll just let you know on the Facebook or the website or whatever. And it's definitely, like he said earlier, it's greatly appreciated that you were pretty much okay with the occasional technical difficulty can't have perfection all the time, folks. I know. I try. You gotta like. You gotta keep trying. Well, that's the goal. <laughs> but um, at the same time, yeah. the more you try, you know, the more the less the more you try, the more likely you are to succeed. And when you get to the point where succeeding, you're usually treated to something really special, something awesome, which actually leads into our topic for today's episode, doesn't it? How does this lead into our topic? You try and try until you succeed, you get to the end, and you receive staff roll. This is the end. The ending! So this is the end of the podcast. You drunk? No! Now this is a surprise for now. No! (laughs) We done. What did I do? Was it the onions? I don't even eat onions. (laughs) Now this was a listener-suggested episode. Did you know that? Actually, no, I didn't. Yeah. Uh, This was from listener Barbara. Thank you very much for the email. Uh, we appreciate that. We also appreciate your suggestions. Um, I don't think either of us picked them. <laughs> Maybe we'll, we'll hold them on for another episode. But this is ending theme. So we're talking end of the game. We're talking ending cutscene thing. We're talking staff roll. Staff roll. You know, they show the credits, and that's where we actually learned what the composer's name was. Bun bun. Bun bun. Yeah, but it has, usually you'll get bun bun or <laughs> J. <laughs> Mr. J. It's a weird name, pseudonym. Would you believe for now that I did all Mega Drive? I kind of do. Yeah. Because this yeah. would be a prime opportunity for you to focus on your favorite sounding consoles. Yeah, so. totally, totally. And would you believe that I did not play any favorites? <laughs> I just kind of jumped around and found what I found. Yeah, I'm excited about that, you know? Well, you might have, you might be familiar with a number of these, so we'll see. We'll see, we'll see. Um, I forget where we are in the order of who does what now. We could, well... What is this one? Number one through five. This is a five. So this is odd numbered. It's usually you. All right. I can go with this. Why don't you kick us off? This this is uh, an episode of closure. So every song is supposed to give us uh, a feeling of fulfillment, of closure, so that we can move on. Pernell, we it's need a new to, game plus. Pernell, we need to move on. It's a new game plus. It's a new game plus. Let's do this thing. Let's do it. What's Which next? is funny because none of my games have that. But <laughs> anyway, um, my first track is from an off, uh, often, you know, joked about game that I like to, you know, reference. Though in reality, it is a highly popular game, yeah. and even I myself love it. So I'm not going to be a jerk. Okay, what's up? The ending theme to Mega Man Two. Oh, nice. From the NES, and the composer is Takashi. Tatishi. Going old school on us. I try. Sometimes I can do that.
Well, that's the episode, folks. Time to go home. <laughs> it was a pleasure serving, and I hope you enjoyed your stay here. Uh, I don't even know what I'm talking about anymore, but what I do know is that you just listened to the Mega Man 2 ending theme, written and composed by Takashi Tatishi. This track is one of the most memorable endings that I have in my childhood lexicon. Uh, and as far as Mega Man endings go, I still to this day think it's my favorite one of the bunch. It's so simple. Yeah. He's just walking home from, yes. I guess, Wily's castle. Yeah, and he's, he's, like, he's like walking through all of the areas he was just in, right? Well, they don't necessarily depict that because they never change the image. It's just a town image in the corner, but it's different weather. So, like, it's at one point it's snowing, and at one point it's, I guess there's, like, fall leaves falling, cherry blossoms. And every time the weather pattern changes, he changes color to reflect one of the yeah, weapons he's yeah. had during the game. I love that. And then at the very, very end, he looks towards the picture of the house in the corner, which I assume is home. And then it transposes, it changes to an entire image where it's like a meadow and his helmet's just sitting on the hill. And it just implies that he's done fighting and he can now go home and live a peaceful life. But then, as we know, there are about eight other Mega Man games, so he's never done fighting. He's but. never done. It's like um, like in the first one, right? This is the first one. Uh, uh, Dr. White created all of these robots to help humanity. Like yeah. Cut, Cut Man and, and all these things. And Mega Man was to be his son. Yes. Okay. And then... The robots go uh, crazy. Yeah, because Dr. Wily reprograms them. And so Dr. White says, all right, Mega Man, you have to go and fight. You have to save humanity. Why and he goes and does that. And then, that's, and so he does, and he saves humanity. But then, Wily makes his own robots to destroy humanity again, and Mega Man's got to go do it. And I always find it funny because Dr. Light's robots actually had a purpose, and then Dr. Yeah. Wily's robots are just like, Here's a robot that's a, that's a Zippo, and he sets fires. And here's a robot who is flashy. He's, um, <laughs> I don't know. he's, he's got he's got fists. He's a puncher. He's a punch man. He's a hard man. He's a, he's a hard punching man. He pretty. <laughs> that's what he it does. never made sense. His snake man. What does he do? He's snaky. <laughs> <laughs> like this robot design has never made sense to me. Do you, like, um, do you think like Wiley was like just like crazy? Right? He was maybe just. Maybe he had a little few too many, a couple sheets to the wind, and he's like, all right, all right, all right, I gotta come up with some more robots. Did I do fire already? I fire. All right. Oh, a Gemini. Gem- I'm a Gemini. He had the, Gemini he, man. He had the template. He, had, he knew he had to have a fire-based guy. He had to have a water-based guy. He had to have um, an air, a cloudy air-based guy. He had to have three, at minimum, three abstract robots. And <laughs> abstract robots. They had to be abstract, like Top Man. What the heck is a Top Man? And then I think even if the robot himself wasn't electrical, electricity-based, his weapon had to be. And I almost feel like if I went back and list, looked up every Mega Man game in the weapons list, each one has something that be, could be compared yeah. to lightning. But I have to double-check that. Don't quote me on that, folks. <laughs> Don't want to get shot in the face. Um... Mega Bustard face. <laughs> Bow. But um, I can't. I can't think of Mega Man without thinking of a Marvel Capcom where he goes Mega Bustar. Oh, that was my jam. Tornado Mega I just like. I spammed <laughs> I the living daylights out of that move too. Yeah, that's how you win. That's but how you win, man. You tornado hold, and when they finally get through it, you hit them with the Mega Man uppercut, and and then you also, oh, of course, that. kept charging the Mega Buster to keep them back. Oh, that it felt was, so good. That's sure you can in Mega Man uh, X. It felt so good and cheap. I, yeah. <laughs> I'm so. I was gonna say like they've already made Mega Man 10, right? Yep. Uh, they could have. They 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 uh they lost their chance to use the Roman numerals and really confused the hell out of everybody, didn't they? Oh, Capcom is just messed <laughs> up. There's nothing more to say than that. They oh, didn't. Capcom didn't mess up. In fact, in 1991, Capcom made a quiz game for the arcade. What? <laughs> yeah. It's just a it's a quiz game about um you know. Japanese pop culture and Capcom characters. And it's called Capcom No Quiz Tonosama. And Mega Man was a character in it or I something? Th- I think so. I, I honestly don't know a whole lot about it. But in the next year, 1992, it was ported to the Mega CD. So this is the ending theme after you've defeated all of the quiz, quiz masters. masters. <laughs> quiz masters. Wow, that sounds like a lot less threatening, doesn't it? Dr. Punctuation came up with eight masterful quiz beast. <laughs> you go, you're like you're out, you're out at the bar and you fought the quiz master. Well, there it is. 
So this is the ending theme to Capcom No Quiz Tonosama. This is composed by No Yabao. And just to point out before you switch over, that was a sneaky segue too. I know, right? <laughs> Didn't even catch that. I was just trying to catch you there, man. You're listening to the ending theme from the game Capcom No Quiz Tonosama, composed by... The only composer I have is No Yao. I'll probably have better information when I post this on the website. But uh, yeah, I love I love how this sounds kind of like the ending theme to a sitcom, actually. And now that you think of... Now that you mention that, it makes more sense as to what this probably refers to. Maybe this plays at the end of every... Like, you probably set up an event and say, hey, choose number of players, blah, blah, blah. And you go through the four rounds of quiz questions. And after they declare the winner, they probably place at the end of every quote-unquote episode. So, uh, yeah, yeah. so that would make more sense then. But otherwise, I'm not sure if the story of eight quiz masters terrorizing the city would make as much sense. But no, but I like that. I like that a lot more. <laughs> <laughs> it would be great. Uh, you just go from room to room, and their, their underlings would offer questions like, you can't beat the quiz master <laughs> until you answer this cracker of a riddle <laughs> you know last time i was in houston i went to um i went to this bar with my boss and they started doing a, a trivia night and that place had so many people in it i have never seen so many people play trivia night at a bar before in my life well people insane. people get into this yeah, stuff, people are super into it yeah like i've done i haven't done a ton of trivia because it's usually related to topics that i'm not familiar with but uh, maybe two years or so ago a couple of friends and I went to a bar in Philadelphia because apparently it was one of those, you know, craft beer vendors, mm. but they had a video game music trivia night. Sounds delicious. Oh, it was delicious. <laughs> and we kicked the living tar out of all those people. Oh, we yeah? totally, oh, of course we took home the crown. Video game music. Come on. Nice. Tore that thing up. Love like, it. Bam. Like, next question. Give them all to me. See, the problem is you go to, you go to like the, the typical like trivia night. It's like, okay, pop culture, I can kind of get it. Movies, I'm doing better at. And then there's sports. And then like it's like 50% sports questions. And I'm uh, like, I have no clue, man. I'm sure about what almost all of those things, though, because I rarely ever go to the movies. Pop culture, I might get. But it needs to be Simpsons and only the Simpsons. <laughs> and then, <you laughs> might, then I might be on fire. Simpsons quiz. We had a um, we had a quiz game like it was like not like a board game but it was like a like a bunch of cards. It was when we when we lived in our old old house like back in um, Ellesmere, and the power went out and so uh, our friend Josh came over and me Christy and Josh were playing the Simpsons trivia game and it was just like done 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 because every card was like pre two thousand Simpsons and so it was so the way, good episodes yeah the good stuff yeah <laughs> so it must have been like an older game or something. But yeah, I am going full Mega Drive out for this. So this is Mega Drive, Mega CD. But again, you can obviously you can hear this is the Mega Drive sound sound hardware. And every game I chose is from a different console, so there's no formula. And that's kind of a theme, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm of. the wild card, so I'm good with that. Pernell, the wild card. That's what they call me. Call you the wild one. Still <laughs> the one as wild as it do. Still the one with a Brock in tune. You know what? I, I'm, I'm gonna choose it. I'm learning that like all of these ending themes sound like they should have lyrics to them. Like they are very like ballady, you know. Well, some of them. The funny thing that you say is that the track I'm picking next does have a vocal version because oh, they are, thought it was good enough to have one later. Are you playing the vocal version? Oh no, no. Oh no. darn. Okay. Well, what are you playing? <laughs> I'm going to play the non-vocal version though. If someone wants the vocal version, it's out there and it's nice. Cool. Um, but this is from a Pernell staple on the show. Um, Ease book two. Nice. Um, and it. the track is called Stay With Me Forever. 
which is hilarious because Adol never stays in one place for very long. <laughs> but the track is composed by Yuzo Koshiro and Maiko Ishikawa, then was rearranged by Ryo Yonemitsu. Okay, so we're listening to the which version again? Like not so not PC not, Engine. Oh, this is the PC Engine version. Okay. Oh yeah, that's yeah. my that's the one I hold dear. Love it. Pernell, you just listened to st- <laughs> yeah. You know, I'll take a bow, relax. It's over. Um, you just listened to "Stay with Me Forever" from the game East Book Two, composed by Yuzo Koshiro and Maeko Ishikawa, and arranged by Ryo Yonimitsu. Maybe yeah. Ryo. Depends on how you feel about it. I gotta say, this is um, this is very Falcom, like very early Falcom sound team. And it's freaking gold, too, because this track, I love how it works out. Like it, This is the epitome of what I think a lot of game endings should do. Like, you just went through two epic quests because Ease Book 1 and 2 were kind of two games in one. And then at the end, you're treated to this really cool blue screen where the sprites of all the different characters in the game start popping out and dancing. <laughs> like, That's just cool. like twirling like yeah. and stuff. It is just... It's, it truly brings a sense of closure, like the casting calls out, like, everybody come out and show off, you know? And it felt good to listen to. It's um, a, a feel-good track. Actually, this little breakdown part right here, I've really liked. It's so brief, and it only happens at that one part at the uh, at the beginning. It's freaking good. I'm trying to think what that sounds like. It's got like that... What is that song? Something just hit me too. My memory might be a little off on this, and if I'm wrong, guess what? I'll just mention it later on the on the when we do the website wrap up. But they might have had another. They had like multiple endings. Like this game had like two ending themes. Okay. So I might be misremembering when the dancing occurs, but I do know that this is the ending theme to the game proper. I just know that there might be one after this. So whatever, it still is awesome. Um, but yes, this is a freaking fantastic tune. I love it to death. And 
is an example, again, of an ending thing that stuck with me long after I finished playing the game proper. I'd be so play, catchy, yeah. Yeah, like I've played Ease 1 and 2 Chronicles, which is a remake of this game, and it uses this, but not quite uses this. Mm, it's another arrangement of it? Yeah, yeah, but this is the one I remember. This is the one that sticks with me. Yeah, when so, I pulled it up, I was like, all right, so who was it by? And you're like, Miyako Ishikawa. I'm like, all right, all right, so it's not PC-98. All right, and it's arranged by, I'm like, okay, so it's might be PC Engine. <laughs> PC Engine, man. Or my PC. Yeah, what, what else was on it? It was on the PS. You play on the PSP. This game's been on everything. Like everything? It's been on the. It's been on the Gen. It was like Sega Master System. It was on the PC ninety eight. It was on. I think it was on the X sixty eight thousand. We should we should do another Ease episode where we just play maybe not the same song but different songs from each system. Fine by me. Probably from start to finish. You know what I mean? I'll take the excuse just to play yeah. more Ease music. I'll do that. I love Ease music. This and this is so much fun. Like this whole last part here, I can imagine just kind of running. You know, yeah. Adol jumps in the air and just freeze frames. Like I got away from all of my Ease obligations. Where's that hero so we can bake him a cake? Summertime. Lily is in love with him. They got to get married now. All that stuff. He's like, nope, adventure. Gotta go. Ease out. For summer, <laughs> he's out forever. Well, well I've or got, until the third game. I've got a uh, a pretty uh, fun track too. A pretty uh, happy go lucky track. Is it called Happy Go Lucky? No, this one is called the Next Cruise, and it's the second ending theme to the game Rystar for the Sega Genesis. Oh, dear Lord! Yes. You got it in there. Should have known. See, now we need an opening episode so you can put the opening track into the... Sh- and we'll have done everything. <laughs> so this is ending two, um, next cruise from the game Rystar for the Sega Genesis, composed by Tomoko Sasaki. Tenacious. Yeah, I'm going to get it. Rystar going to give it to you. Love you. We miss you. Missed him so much. I gotta get him back on the show. You can't stop. I think you said you said it before. It was your goal to get every Rystar track you could think of onto this show, and I feel like you are. <laughs> you may well be there. Like I said, I think the opening is all that's left. Yeah, I'm getting close. I'm getting real close. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was the ending theme, the second ending theme to uh, Rystar, the Shooting Star for the Sega Genesis, composed by Tomoko Sasaki, and that was called The Next Cruise, or just Next Cruise. And I just, I love the way that sounds. It's like, it's sad and nostalgic, but then there's that section where it just like slows down and then speeds back up again. It's so emotional. It's so emotional. And I also like that it's pretty much a rearrangement of the track from the first stage. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I can't picture that in my head right now, but it's very similar to the first stage. Yeah, the first stage's theme, though, is a lot more energetic and, you know, happy-go-lucky, so to speak. And then this one is more like a sound and somber farewell. It's like, yeah, Rystar had his fun. 
Now he's got to go back to the stars. Which is amazing, because that doesn't sound like such a bad thing to me. He's, he's a he's a shooting star, literally. Yeah, he is a shooting star. Go wherever he wants. But he... So, like, he was someone's wish, man. Was he? Yeah. Well, he's a shooting star, so maybe it came true. And now he has to go away. Was the wish to save oh. the blasted galaxy? <laughs> <laughs> it's got to. It's just, it's to sound really strange. Here it comes. Speeds up. Speeds up. Slows back down again. Oh, it's amazing. And I'm just I would love to hear like a piano arrangement of this tune. It might be out there, honestly. Yeah. I mean, if you love this game so much, someone else has to. You know what's funny? I like this game enough. I love the soundtrack. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just the game was fun, right? Don't get me wrong, I enjoyed it, but it's not like my favorite. I wouldn't say it's my favorite. Well, I will admit one thing I didn't like about it is it's kinda slow. But it doesn't ruin the game, it's just Again, this, if I remember correctly, this was done by... I want to say it was done by Sonic Team. Yeah, Sonic Team, yeah. So you come from Sonic, and this was during Sonic's heyday, mind you. Yeah. To the right, so I was like, whoa, they went the exact opposite direction. This guy, he can't jump, he's got, and he's slow. Yeah, but he's got long arms, and it's got an amazing, amazing music. Well, that's why the game <laughs> the game is still legit. It's just... It's a complete day and, like, day and night shift between from Sonic. Even the levels themselves feel a lot more vibrant. But then again, I shouldn't say that because Sonic 3, they kind of stacked it up a notch on the colors and how expressive they were. But I felt like Rystar was really good with the colors, even on the darker oh, stages, it really like was, the fire yeah. levels. So especially, especially the fire level, I think. I think that was really vibrant. Oh, I'm going to play that when I get home. Doesn't this make you feel like... like Doesn't it make you want to remember like a better time when you were younger? Yes. And it's kind of funny you say that because it brings up... Something that came up recently. Apparently, there was a movie. I don't even remember what the darn movie was called, but it involved going back to a camp as an adult and seeing things as they were when you were thinking back when we were a kid. And a friend of mine was talking on a Reddit forum. Actually, it was Matt. And Val Kilmer started talking to him about it. And Matt described it, and I verified by going there myself. He's like, he called Matt profound (laughs) on on his logical thoughts behind the idea of the fact that. You can't, as what was it that Matt said? You can't truly ever go back. No. Once you've once you've gone past, even if you go back to the location, you are a completely different person than the person that was there years ago. And as a result, you have to look at it, look back at it from a nostalgic point of view, and you can't truly ever get back into that place again. Yeah, it's like going. I think I talked about this in the last episode, and I don't even know why because I haven't experienced this recently. But like maybe a little bit. But like going back to those places. Um, that maybe still exist, like a school or um, even like a parking lot or something like that, where you have memories of that place and then you go back there as an adult and you have a completely different experience and it's totally changed. Or or the place has totally changed. Um, I remember going back to uh, a record store on, um, it was not on South Street, but it was in South Philly and it was just not the same anymore. It was so strange. It's yeah. so strange. I did do that with a playground, the old elementary school last year. And I, and funny enough, <laughs> the jungle chip was still there. Oh, was it? Yeah, but as you <laughs> can probably guess, I'm a lot larger now than I used to be. Yeah, yeah. So sitting on the swing didn't quite measure up like I used to. <laughs> you know what, though? Probably kick ass at those monkey bars, right? Oh, I do. Am I right? Yeah. I'm, I'm the world record marathon monkey bar champion. <laughs> Mon- monkey bar. Only on those monkey bars. Monkey barista. <laughs> I like. All right. What's what's your next ending theme? Well, this track is the one that made me want to do this theme in the first place. Okay, cool. So I'm glad that it ended up being a fan chosen track. Absolutely. Thanks, Barb. Um, this track is from the game Shin Megami Tensei If. Ooh. And it is the staff role theme composed by Sukasa. Masako. Good pick.
You just listened to the staff road theme from the game Shin Megami Tensei If. Wow. Oh, this was, I believe, wow. the PlayStation version. Yes, this was the PlayStation version. And it's composed by Sukasa Masuko. I I think when we go and do our, our, our year-end, like our favorite tracks of the year, this has to be in there for me. Oh, it, it, I felt something. This I, tune made me feel something. I don't know what. I don't, I'm not sure what it is yet. I agree with you. And that's, to me, that's the, it's rare, doesn't happen often. With video game music specifically, but when it does, it feels almost profound. What what is it about this? What, are, what is it about the song? Is it the notes? Is it the? For me, a lot of it is that that this, that synthy guitar sound. It's it's something about that. It's just it's a little detuned. It's a little off key. It's just it's just right. I think it's them working together. It's yeah, that both the backbeat with the doom doom. Yeah, it's so good. It, it's they work together in tandem, and it just comes out in a way that just again you feel it when you listen to it and the first time i heard this track it was just me willy-nilly diving through random osts and it stuck with me i listened to it multiple times in a row i i have never played this game in fact this is probably one of the few fan translations i've been waiting forever to get access to this one hasn't hasn't been translated yet it's been in the works by aeon genesis forever oh man fun fact this is actually the prequel to the persona series oh this this game specifically yeah oh wow um the premise is pretty straightforward and brief a guy at school gets bullied a lot and picked on or whatever and after a specific incident, he decides to summon the demon realm and send his school spiraling into the middle of it. Oh, cool. So he casts his entire high school in essentially hell, and <laughs> the students have to band together wow. to get their school out. Wow, I want to play this now. It's really cool, and all the dungeons are based off of the seven <laughs> deadly sins. Oh, neat. And then, of course, it's funny, you play Persona 1, and when everything starts getting weird, you bump, you go into the defensing club, and the girl's like, "Oh crap, this again! <laughs> I had to deal with this circuit at my last school too." So, do you, do you know much about the ending of this game? I'm wondering if, if that can help me process what I'm feeling with I this music. I kind of do because I cheated and looked and read about it. Well, maybe can you give us like a little, like a, like a like a short? I don't want to know too much about it, but just a short little over. Essentially, without going into much of it, the last boss it dwells within the psyche of the kid who did this all in the first place and you well this is the good ending but still you have to go into his psyche and help him come to grips with the fact of what he's done and hopefully find repent huh and it's really cool like i like the idea behind it it's a simple story but it's a cool story because how many kids out there have experienced something similar except they didn't go so far as to well, I don't know summon hell to your school yeah yeah well but I mean uh, I, I think it, I, it's un- tragically unfortunate that um, young people will make really rash decisions without thinking things through that have consequences for the rest of their lives and the lives around them you know what I mean yeah without getting too heavy into this because this song is making me feel really heavy yeah, it's, and there it is, see? <laughs> and there's what you're getting. That's the feeling you're getting. Oh, my God. And it's like, and again, it's a very extreme version of it, but truly, this happens very often in society these days. Just, yeah. it's not as extreme as that, but kids, do, unfortunately, and adults make very rash decisions based on how they're feeling at the time. And Yeah, and it can change the course of their lives forever. Yes. Um, okay, let's, how about... How about we bring this back to another composer that we we love on the Sega Genesis? Ooh, is it is it my man Saka? <laughs> Saka, but by Saka you mean Sakuraba? Yeah, buddy. So this is the ending theme to the game Sold These for the Sega Genesis, composed by Matoi Sakuraba. Um, and it's the ending theme. I think I said it's the ending theme. Feel ending. Ending theme by Matoi Sakuraba. Thank you. 
This is the ending to Soul Dis for the Sega Genesis, composed by Motoi Sakuraba. And again, it's just really heavy on the emotions on this track. I'm actually... I've been bobbing to this to the point where we were doing the comeback and Rob was like, ready to go? I'm like, oh, yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> I was kind of caught up in it. And... I guess this is just, you know, I've gotten so used to present-day Sakuraba sounds, you know, him and his synth-heavy madness. Oh, yeah, yeah. I kind of forgot that he could sound like this, too. Well, like, ending themes, these ending themes, especially on the Genesis, are kind of stripped down. They're often um, stage-level tracks, maybe, like, slowed down a little bit, a little jazzier, a little bit more going on. And, like, triumphant, you know? It's, like, it's congratulatory. You've done it. But it's also kind of sad. Because the game's over. Yeah. And now you have a shelf collection dust collector. (laughs) There's no going back. Well, there is, but unfortunately, my attention span is horrible. So if anything, I usually move right along, which makes me sad because I know a lot of people can get through a game and just repeat it over and over again and never have an issue with it. Yeah, I wanted to ask you, what what was the last game you completed? Like, like just in general, like just recently, like and it could have been something you've already completed before. What was what was the last? I one think the very last game I finished, believe it or not, may have been Shantae Risky's Revenge. Cool, because it was one of those games I was trying to like mop up. I was like, this, this game's been sitting here forever. I should actually see how like how close I'm to finishing the game, and I just wiped it out in the day. <laughs> just picked up and just just blew through it. Just took care of that, which then made me amazed by the fact that I bought it on the 3DS. I bought it on the DS, then moved it over to my 3DS then bought it on the PS4, and it wasn't until I got on the PS4 that I actually played through it. But uh, I'm fairly positive that was the very last game I completed. And beyond that, I honestly don't even know. I think the last game before that may have been something like La Mulana, oh, which wow. I still hold. Which you, you completing La Mulana is impressive. Yes. That was another game that I had been playing across multiple consoles yeah. and over a number of years. I wasn't... I was recovering from surgery playing that game. <laughs> That's right, man. I felt so bad for you when you were when you were down and out. And we um, we were playing board games and stuff. Oh yeah, it was definitely a rough time. But at the same time, the small perk was that I didn't have to go to work and I was paid to do that. So yeah, that's a rarity in my life. That <laughs> I took it. Yeah, yeah, to have to have that 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 um that privilege to do so. You know, with a job that could do that for you. Yeah, like cause my current job, I ain't doing that. But yeah. my last job, I used to live in daylight side of those of that policy so but yeah i mean i i want to beat another game it's just hard for me to actually sit down and i know what you mean. it's like I, I i it makes sense to me that shantae was the last game that you finished because like, i think about like these wait you finished persona 5 didn't you that's the one that's the one man i'm dead I think I blocked that out because <laughs> I didn't want that game to end. <laughs> but yeah, yeah that game, 50 plus hours it took me to finish it. But yeah, you were playing that game. You were like, you yeah, have like a new lease on life. You're like, oh man, I like games again. Yeah. Games are great again. And then like it was over and you're like, games are horrible. And like, maybe that's why like you're so heavy into board games now. <laughs> Honestly, it wouldn't surprise me. Uh, I've been in a, such a weird social and mental funk in general, just... I'll blame you for summer combined with just life in general. But yeah, I have been in that weird bubble. And I do realize back when I was playing Persona 5, I didn't care about Tender. I didn't care about OkCupid. Okay I didn't care about, you know, work related stuff. I was just like, hang out with friends, go to work, come home, and stop the and meet those deadlines, change those hearts. Yeah. And uh, it's so good. It's like it's like finding like a really good book or like a really awesome movie or TV show. And that could just help you escape just, just for that, that little while. And I can't think of many games that do that. Like, Persona 5 yeah. nailed it. And then around that, like, people are like, who played Final Fantasy 15? I'm like, no. I'm tempted, man. I'm, I'm really tempted. It was a couple weeks ago. I think it's more than a couple weeks ago. Christy and I were, th- were looking for a game to play. And, and um, I almost downloaded that. Why the, would? Of course, I would have set it to download. And then we would have played the next day. <laughs> so that wouldn't have worked out. But still. Well, I mean, I don't think of it in a sense like, I'm not saying it's a bad game. I'm just saying I don't picture that being a game that will absorb me. Just more like, hey, I'm going to solve these quests and yeah. I'm going to tick off these boxes, tick <laughs> these boxes, but I'm not going to feel, you know, emotional about Noctis' journey or Prompto's energy bursts or mm-hmm. Ignis's new cuisine recipes. I don't know. But, <laughs> I mean, if yeah. that, that's the thing worth mentioning. If you listen to the show up to this point, 
and you can think of any games that outright made you kind of lose yourself into the in the enjoyment of the story and the experience by all means suggest them to us in the info we'll provide later or yeah. just on our Facebook page because I would like to hear yeah we're looking for for games that you can just like fall into something that just grips you and just like pulls you in even if it's just for like a week or a couple of weeks or however long it takes to for you to finish but it's something that like you think about all day long and it's so like I remember so many so many so many more games maybe it's just I had more time when I was younger but when I was younger like games would grip me like that now it's it's not so much well, I think I'm not sure why, because games are in general are more technologically advanced. There's more going on with them, so you think they would do it, but not well, so much. There's more of them. Oh, that's definitely true. Some part of me wonders if it may just well because we're getting older. We've seen a lot of the stuff already. It's like, well, another story about a guy who's on a mission to save the princess. <laughs> you know, maybe that's that, or maybe it's just generally just attention spans are wavering and shifting. But to go back on an interesting point about you know things losing me and like. Not having Persona, yeah, I'm almost positive where board games came in because I did a tally up um, since July. I don't, I don't want to hear it. You I'm should. I'm so afraid to hear this. I've bought maybe no. 20. Oh, 20. 20 board games, more or less. We I can saw, only get through one a week. It, that's what makes it amazing. It's like <laughs> I have, I have enough board games right now to entertain. I could open my own cafe. I have as many board games as our friend oh, Mark. Right. <laughs> yeah, Mark's been got this for a while. An insane collection. Yeah, this is a guy who has tons, and I've caught up to him in like a month. Well, we'll bust out of work early and get to our place tomorrow, so we can we can get, maybe get into more than one. Works for me because <laughs> we're we're excited to, to pick one up. Um, all right, enough enough of Rob and Purnell <laughs> schedule their weeks talk. Let's uh, <laughs> turn this down, and we're gonna have the bonus round. It's not over yet. It's <laughs> bonus round time. It's not too late. Are you giving up already? Give me a break. So the bonus round is where we play covers and remixes based on today's theme. And it's so fitting, so fitting that the show is all about ending songs, the ending of things, the, the final thing you hear before you turn that console off. And sob in the corner because now you have separation anxiety. <laughs> Pranel, what what did you find for the closing track? Because you don't ending tracks aren't exactly something people would want. You don't probably don't often see like dancey remix versions of. And this is why I chose this as a cheat round for me. Okay, because I decided to not go with a traditional ending, and I went with what I consider to be a jokey ending. So. I've played a number of games over the years where I guess it's become a trend to make humorous ending themes with vocals usually. And I was trying to remember which one stood out to me the most. And yeah, they're still alive from Portal, but everybody knows that track. Okay. I don't okay. think there's a soul out there that doesn't. Yeah, I was trying to think like you're thinking like you're saying jokey ending songs. But yeah, that that, that makes sense to me. So what what do you have? I went with a track from one of my favorite games in the last couple of years. It's called Splosion Man from the company Twisted Pixel. Oh, cool. And the track is titled The Splode Beneath My Splosion. <laughs> and it's composed by or written by Matt Pearsall.
You are listening, or just listening to, the splode beneath my explosion. That was really funny. <laughs> I like I, that. I, for the life of me, I'm trying to recall. I can't recall if this is the ending theme for single player or co-op. Because, it makes, believe it or not, they both had their own ending theme. Yeah, this makes sense that it was the co-op because it was like he was talking to another explosion man. That would make sense, yeah. and honestly, it's very well maybe it. But oh my god, this is such a good track. Like it actually sounds good. You may, and if this isn't your genre of musical taste, so to speak. The lyrics are still just so weird. I know. And like, put it in perspective, Rob has never played Explosion Man before. Oh, no, I know. But have. he was over here chuckling at Yeah, we, 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 I have. We were over at Mike's. Mike's what? Old, yeah, yeah. We were yeah, at Mike's place uh, when he was in Virginia. And we oh, were wow. Yeah, we were like, Rob, you got to play Explosion Man with me. You got to check this out. We, we played like some stages over and over. It was really fun. Well, even I, still, there it is, though. But I feel like even if you haven't played this game, I think the lyrics are still just weird enough. Oh, it's so weird. I like, I like the, it's like, uh, what are they talking about? Like a children and, and like how they, they, they're love and he's the bro he's been looking for. Oh, it's so strange. And then he just talks about a ribeye for whatever. Yeah, for whatever reason. But like, that's a, that's a thing in the game, though, right? Where there's always like meat and stuff. Yeah, whenever he blows a sign, so they turn into just like piles of meat. <laughs> Such an awesome thing, and now I wish I, I only wish I had room for two ending themes because I would play the other ending theme immediately after this. It's well, so good. We'll, we'll have to come back to this theme uh, another time. But so I'm, my ending theme is from Mega Man Three. Oh, this is the Megas. So this is the ending theme from Mega Man Three, and they added their own lyrics to it. And this is called "Memory from the Past." If you remember, it's the um, the, the Proto Man song at the end of the game. I'm just I was just chuckling at the name, like memory from the past. That's what memories are. <laughs> They're from the oh, past. I'm sorry, melody, melody from the past. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is called melody from the past, which makes sense that this is the um, the because it starts with the Proto Man little um, little jingle. So this is melody from the past from the Megas.
coming down the empty halls Filled with flame and everything was burning to the ground I called your name, I tried to warn But you didn't hear, you were torn Between the hero and your fears And I wish that I could be the one to finally show the way And I wish that I could be the one who knew just what to say But I know that there is nothing I could ever say or do Cause you're the one The doctor chose you to be a son If I was standing where you are I think I would have done what father wants But now I know what I'd become Said to me that I would be That I would be the lie when they couldn't see That what they need is a machine That would give them hope, that would keep them free That when they fall, still he would stand A savior built by human hands Seems so strange, so very odd A hero's father could be so very flawed
Don't blame my father. He's only a man. It's uh, pretty pretty heavy stuff for Mega Man, but that's the Megas for you. That's, that's what they do. They take a game about a robot killing other robots and turn it into a thing to be sad about. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like, like Proto Man was there, and they just leave him behind, and, and Mega Man's the one who's the hero, but... It's it's so good. Uh, this whole this whole album is amazing. But the way it ends with this song is it's just from start to finish. Both albums from Mega Man Three are just fantastic. That actually makes me wonder: Did they ever go on to make albums for the other Mega Man games aside from Two and Three? Um, actually, I don't know. I just listened to these three albums on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I think I know they've done a Ninja Gaiden album, but I, I past that, I'm not quite sure. I should probably look them up. Yeah, we both need to because I am genuinely curious. I've seen them live once, and that's really the only time I had heard them. And they're pretty passionate about their stuff. They are. They they are, and it, and it shows. Like they're the musicianship and and the lyrics for for what for what it is. It's just it's amazing. Um, so for more information on the music and on the artists on the bonus round part of the show, go to rhythmandpixels.com, and we'll have links to band camps websites. Um, for the time being, SoundClouds and everywhere else where you can find the music, buy their music, and support these great artists. Thanks for joining us on episode 9-5 of Rhythm and Pixels. This has been an episode about ending themes. And this is a fun, fun ending theme to, to, to end us off on the show. Yeah, this track is from a game I have never heard of, but it's by Atlas. Yeah. And they usually have a pretty decent, they usually get decent sound composers, and this show is here because I am digging this track. Yeah, this is a G, GP1 for the Super Nintendo, so it's a, it's a racing game, but all I have is Atlas Sound Team for the composer, so I, I don't know who on that sound team worked on this one, but it is awesome. I concur. So we'll have to come up with another theme that kind of incorporate more Atlas y based titles. Yeah, yeah, full Atlas episode. Atlas, all, all Atlas, all night long. Works for me. <laughs> That'd be the name of the episode. Atlas, all night long. All night long. Break out your, and then we just have like a road atlas out for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a GPS kind of thing. Atlas, wow. <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, um, it's a, like a Japanese guy with a keyboard composing, but he's holding up the world. Well, there it is. Or it's just the persona Caesar just like holding a giant globe. Nice. Or spinning on his finger like a Harlem Globetrotter. Either way. <laughs> Got to freestyle that thing. Oh, man. I used to love the Harlem Globetrotters. I used to watch them. We used to, I used to go to those games. You ever go to those games? Never been to one. If anything, the closest I've come to a live performance was Scooby-Doo episodes. So. Oh, okay. I remember they came to Philly. You know what? Maybe I'm imagining this. I, I want to say that I've seen them in Philly. That wouldn't sound very fake to me. They've played there. I think they're kind of originated in Philly, if I thought. Well, I think probably New York. Not New York. <laughs> yeah. No that, comment. That, that's all right. Don't worry about it. It's getting late. <laughs> I'll, I'll blame that. It's the hour. Well, uh, for more information on the show, come to the website. Rhythmandpixels.com And if you would like to get a hold of us, send us an email. Rhythmandpixels at mail.com. And if you'd like to say hi to us on social media, you can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's Rhythm and Pixels, all one word. Um, and if you would like to help the show out, all you got to do is, uh, whatever wherever you're listening, just hit the subscribe button or hit the rating button. That, that'll help us out a whole lot. It'll help more people find the show and in turn help more people find and discover this great music just like we are. And honestly, here's with some topic suggestions. Not to mention the earlier question of video game, what was it? Video game, oh, video games that encapsulated you and pretty much drew you in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, games that that really drew you in, games that like took over your life. Yeah, yes. so something that really pulled you in, pulled you under, and gripped you. Gripping video games. But in a good way. Not but, in that yeah. I can't swim, help me, help me way. Now, I'm no help to you because I, I only like games that don't have endings. <laughs> that is true. Well, we play fighting games. They all have character endings. Um, not anymore. There's it, no story mode. Really? No, yeah. Street Fighter Five, no story mode. 
Wow, what are people like me supposed to do then? Uh, you get wrecked by Rob, son. That, and that's the problem. <laughs> and that's why I'll never boot it up. Unless it's to get that one cheap win in which I'll never pick the game up again. I'll just walk around, cock of the walk. Hey, I'm the winner here. You can't beat me at this game, but I pulled my thumb, so I can't. I oh, yeah. Oh, it's, I've got carpal tunnel. I can't play it. Tendinitis. Today. Yeah. It's um, I lost a finger last night. I just I slept on it and it fell asleep and it had to be amputated. Russian roulette with knives and things. <laughs> yeah, I was um I was cutting onions like really fast, and I I can't play tonight just to say the least. <laughs> excuses, excuses. Uh, well, anyway, I'll see you next week on another episode of Rhythm and Pixels Video Game Music Podcast. My name is Rob Nichols and I'm Pernell. Thank you very much for listening, and please have a great week. And remember, endings are an interesting concept, really. I mean, you've gone on a journey, you've come to the end of said journey, and it wraps up and concludes. However, with most things in life, an ending usually leads its way to a new beginning. You can discover, take on a new adventure using the components of your previous journey and then the ending it inquired, took on to advance yourself mm. and hopefully have a smoother, more enlightened next adventure. However, unfortunately, there is one ending that does not have a rebirth. And as we know, that is not the ending you want to go out on. Yeah. If you ever feel that you are in that position where you feel like that is the only ending for you, there are ways around it. There are hotlines, mm. there are Good. friendships, yeah. families, yeah, yeah. the works because quite frankly, the world is always a better place with you in it. And you always you deserve the opportunity to take another step and make another try. You deserve better than just going out on an end note. So always remember that. And always remember that at least people on this show care about you. And I'm sure other people would care about you just as much if you just 